Welcome back to the Speedy Horrorcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I am joined uh, by my good partners in crime, shall we say. John Moltz is here. Uh, yeah, I like crime. <laughs> Very convincing. <laughs> Story checks out. Uh, Guy English is also here. Uh, we have some sponsorship slots open. <laughs> uh, so, Please get in touch. Get in didn't, touch. Um, didn't St. Mary's um, Orphanage yeah, sponsor, they this, sponsor episode? this episode? They, they, yeah. claimed, they claimed poverty, and I'm like, stop, stupid <laughs> Look, orphans. It's the same rate for you as it is for Big Belly Burger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, we are, of course, here to talk about Season 6, Episode 19 of Arrow, entitled The Dragon. I would have gone with Enter the Dragon, but, you uh, know. Maybe that would have been copyright too, issues. Maybe that would have been too much of a uh, like stark comparison. <laughs> uh, I believe I have been drafted to do this week's recap of a somewhat unusual episode. Uh, so we start off at an orphanage 32 years ago, where young Ricardo Diaz is being bullied by a kid named Jesse, who, among other things, torches a photo of his dad. Flash forward to the present day in Bloodhaven, where Diaz is hanging out with Laurel, who is breaking into the place of some contact he is trying to uh, get in touch with. We learn that he is there to talk to the Quadrant, which is a big criminal (laughs) enterprise that is, like, super wired in across the entire country. Uh, Meanwhile, Curtis shows up to talk to Felicity so that they can get back to their work on Helix Dynamic. Things are a little strained between them. Um, but it's, uh, and Renee is just getting out of the hospital. So there's, there's some tension there still, uh, Diaz makes his pitch to the quadrant or to a smarmy kid of one of the quadrant members. He wants a seat at the table in exchange for basically handing over access to star city. There's a weird joke about potlucks, which the guy pronounces a potluck, which (laughs) was very strange. Um, the Quadrant, the, in the form of this army kid, wants a show of good faith. The marshals are holding a uh, member of their organization who they believe might be an informant. Uh, so basically they have to figure out where are they holding him. Diaz plays it super cool, then goes to the bathroom and punches a mirror. And I'm seriously <laughs> wondering how he explained that later. <laughs> like, when he came what out, I was like, oh, don't... What, excuse me, what happened to the mirror? This yeah. is a this is an invoice yeah. for damages done. Your mirror just shattered spontaneously. It's a thing. That, look it up. <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. Um, he gets in touch with a contact at the FBI. I had a question mark next to that, because I wondered about his contact at the FBI. Oh, dear. And explained is his thoughts to Laurel, who seems very impatient. Uh, he talks about long-term versus short-term thinking. Meanwhile, back at Felicity's, Felicity fills Curtis in on sort of the team situation and how she has been fired by Oliver. Um, Diaz is talking to the Quadrant, and they decide they want him to grab this guy. So Diaz and Siren storm the house, kill a crap ton of U.S. Marshals, and get the guy out. But as Diaz delivers him to the car, the window rolls down, and the smarmy guy has his thugs shoot the informant and Diaz. And the smarmy guy cackles about taking his city from him. But, of course, Ricardo Diaz was wearing a vest. So he goes back to the quadrant. The guy seems a little surprised to see him, but not nearly as surprised as I guess I would be. uh, And has a question about whether or not the guy ever had to fight for a meal. Uh, They're sort of squaring off to fight, and the the smarmy kid is extra smarmy because he feels like his guy has gotten the drop on them. But, of course, uh, Black Siren and Ricardo Diaz handily take out all of those thugs. Felicity is, meanwhile, worrying about Oliver, and the news alert says that the Green Arrow has been sighted fighting in the glades, but there may have been a giant explosion. She's very freaked out. 
Um, we learned that the, the smarmy guy never brought Diaz's proposal to the Quadrant itself. Uh, under torture, he tells Diaz where the Quadrant plans to meet, and he and Laurel go off to meet the Quadrant. He explains in the car his whole background, uh, how he calls the fear the dragon. Sure, you know, you do you, man. Uh, how he was scared of the bully, uh, and he doesn't feel himself controlled by the fear, but he controls it. His plan is to send in the smarmy kid with a bomb strap to him, uh, which is apparently works, since it blows up a crap ton of the guys. Uh, they go in, fight, fight, fight. Siren impales a dude on a table leg. Uh, I want to know, as always, why everybody waits to shoot the guy they're supposed to shoot. Uh, Diaz murders people left and right, breaks into the board re- meeting where the kid's father tries to intimidate him. Uh, and Diaz makes an argument for taking a seat at the table. The other woman, who's the only other person who gets a line from the quadrant, says something about not seeing an empty chair, which, of course, just sets up the fact that Diaz murders that guy's father. So Diaz gets a schmancy new ring and is membership to the quadrant, but he's got one last thing to take care of. He shows up, finds Jesse, the bully from the opening scene, who doesn't remember him, drags him to a rooftop, and then basically ties him up and, you know, gets to drop his reveal on him in front of Laurel and then sets the guy on fire, uh, which is brutal. Um Felicity, meanwhile, has run into their apartment, turned on the TV. There's an explosion that took out a city block. I'm glad it's on the news, not making anybody else's radar. Uh, And then Oliver, who has been MIA for the rest of this episode, shows up and basically promises that even though, you know, Felicity feels helpless and she's not able to you know, be part of the team, uh, that uh, he will always come back. Um, And that's pretty much it. We end with the arrow title card with the dragon logo behind it. Dun 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 dun. So interesting episode. This Oliver appears in one scene. Uh, I actually kind of felt like I wonder if they there was some contractual reason they couldn't get by with not having him in there. I kind of would have been okay if he wasn't in the episode. I I was disappointed to see him. Yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs> I know he's the star of the show, but I I hate our hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought it was gutsy not to have him. Uh, we yeah, got to right. see like a fight, fight, fight in the background. Yeah. And I kind of like the, if we had been left with the same sort of cliffhanger that uh, Felicity. Did. Yes, exactly. I but, mean, not really a cliffhanger, but like the next episode of what happened to him during this episode would have been interesting. Right. I mean, we were kind of like, she's kind of like an audience surrogate, right? Like she's not in it right. and we're not in it. Yeah, I totally, I agree with you. Right. I felt like it would have made a slightly stronger play. Yeah, like I would have done this episode, and the next one I would have done the same story, but Arrow's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And he ends up blowing up, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the two plot lines intersect each other at, at interesting points. Right, yeah, I think the but problem he, is but that he's, that's he's, not, he's not 12 steps ahead, so he, he doesn't catch <laughs> up, but he's, he sees all the dead... Uh, the dead uh, guard guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like yeah. sort of one step behind what the hell is going on and, you know, ends up basically in this crazy battle that, that blows up orchestrated by the quadrant. That would be super clever. I don't think they thought that through. <laughs> <laughs> not to be, not to yeah. be too insult. No, I, I don't think, I mean the, the plot that he's involved in, whatever plot he's involved in, seems like it's totally 
unrelated. It's ancillary, right? It's just yeah. something. Yeah, I don't that, think. Yeah, yeah right. You're, I, I don't think I you're agree. ever going to see the other. I don't think you're going to see the other side of this. No, but I think it would have no, been no, cool no. if, guy, as guy points out, if he had been like following like Diaz's wake, you know, trail of bodies yeah. or whatever. That would have been an interesting, right. an interesting spin. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys think? I mean, like, so we we basically. <laughs> One of our complaints about Diaz is that we don't really know who he is, right. and so we now get his backstory all kind of dumped in on us. Did you find that effective, or did you find do you find him a more interesting or compelling character now? I would like to complain that now we know exactly who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I would not like do to do that. I would like I'm to get a Goldilocks. I am actually I understand, joking. Like, I understand that point, but I'm not going to do that. It is an insincere criticism. It really is. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I'm very happy. But go for it, John. Why don't you take well, it Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was a, certainly a nice break at the very least. Um, but I also just, I mean, I do like to know, because we, yeah, like we said, like we did not know anything about this guy. And now at least we have a backstory and and he's interesting, I think, because he's kind of pathetic. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's just he's a kid who he's a guy who was bullied as a kid. And now he's going to, like, take it out on the world. And <laughs> I was I man, was terrified. Sad. Yeah, well, I was terrified that his uh, like at one point where they were surrounded by bad guys uh, in the club when he's staring down the uh, smarmy guy. And there's like three people behind him and then two beside him. I was terrified that his dragon tattoos were going to come to life. And magically, <laughs> like, eat that occurred to me as well. So you know, like was, he, that he was going to have some kind of power. I yeah. Had, Cause his confidence was so, I'm like, Oh no, I had two twist theories in this and neither of them were born out. Um, and I'm a little disappointed because in some ways there weren't any like reveal. So I first thought that the father of the smarmy kid was going to turn out to be, I mean, the age doesn't quite work, but like the guy who bullied him. Um, so like it ended up like that there would be a personal element to this revenge. Um, yeah, that didn't I'm, pan t- out. I'm glad it did. I'm, sorry, I'm say, glad say that you, you thought that you thought the 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 smarmy guy was going to be the bully. No, I thought like his father was going to be the bully, but I realized okay. the ages on that don't quite here's work. What, well, here's my my thought was that his father was going to be his father. Oh, nice. That would have been yeah. interesting. Oh, my second yeah. thought was that I kind of wanted the guy who was the bully to be like his brother or something like that would have been a weird like like i wanted him to show up and the guy be like oh ricardo good to see you and like now i've decided to take my revenge because you were a jerk to me all those years ago i was like that would have been a very different reading on that guy (laughs) yeah the way he walked up to the house really did make me think he knew the guy or had Yeah, yeah some kind of connection with him but it ended up just being no i haven't seen you in years don't even remember who you are just some guy yeah I kind of like that. I, I can yeah, see it both right. ways. I, it yeah, right. I, I think I yeah. thought that was okay too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all the time in this show, somebody's connected to somebody else sure, in some sure. weird yeah. way, right? So yeah. it, it's kind of like, hey, this guy's just a just a guy with a massive dragon-shaped chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really complex or even that sympathetic in his background, despite the being bullied. Because what they show us is, I don't want to say it's tame, right? Like they imply, or I don't know, it basically well, states that. It's tame. The guy burned him. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, but like. Well, we, wait, no, the guy burned the photo, which is horrible. No, he, he burned reached... him too. He burned oh, yeah, his arm. Yeah, he burned his arm. 
Um, oh, I'm sorry. I kept okay, waiting for Diaz to like roll up his sleeve and like remember this, you know, or something. He does. Then, At one point, he does roll up his sleeve. No, 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 but not not in yeah, front of the front guy of him, right? at the end, oh, which right, I kept sorry. expecting okay. him to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't mean to say it's tame. I mean, obviously, this is not a show that always like. Th- there are other shows on other networks that would go into much more graphic detail, right? Like, yes, So this is sure. CW level brutal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. like <clears throat> like dexter's origin <laughs> <laughs> but like I, yeah i guess there was nothing <laughs> like that wrecked me for like a month yeah <laughs> it's just like dexter's i cannot watch the show or anything else except kittens for a whole month <laughs> yeah i guess what yeah. i'm trying to get at is there was to me there was very little i think to john's point there was very little surprising about his origin it all seemed a, like it's good i'm glad they fleshed it out but it's a little paint by the numbers um like for me i i just yeah, i find maybe. it more th- it's, it's not, more three-dimensional yeah, it's not but hugely not particularly original. compelling yeah like how um, do you get so good I think we, what would be really cool is if next week we got a whole different origin story from. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that'd be weird. Yeah. just like the joker's joker like, style. Like joker yeah right i was right. gonna say it right. turns out that like we somebody pulls a caden james on him and like <laughs> We have, another, we have another guy whose origin story we get. <laughs> it's just origin, origin stories all the way down. I kind of wondered if that's if that's where we're going with Laurel. Well, that's what the next question I was going to ask you guys is: What did you think of like? So Laurel is the only oh, other yeah. character, sort of front and center in this episode. What did you a What did you think about their repartee and interaction? And b What did you take away from that last scene with her? Like her uh, I mean, I think she's a reluctant killer, sort of wrapped up in all of this stuff, but I don't understand why she keeps going back. And like I yeah. said earlier, uh, she exists in a quantum state for me. Mm. Like she flips, she oscillates so quickly between pretending to be a good guy slash being a bad guy with regrets that until she comes down on one side or the other, I'm going to stop keeping track. Yeah, it's right. kind of, she is kind of like a Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's canary. Yeah. Nice. Oh, she you. is. Schrodinger's Schroed- <laughs> Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's both. I, I think I can't tell if the character has not yet decided which way their loyalties lie or if this is just. Oh, I think they want to have it. Well, both I ways. think they know. I think they know which way they're going, obviously. But, you know, they're just like they're milking it for. Yeah. And I mean, none of us are going to find it particularly surprising. If she to be honest, either way, herself. that's the thing. Yeah, the that's, surprise, that's fair. Either, that's fair. Yeah. I, I will. You're right. right. You've got me. I don't know which way she's going to go. I also don't right. care. Yes. Like neither one of them yes, surprises exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and yeah. I like the actress. I like this version better than where uh, yeah. our previous Laurel got to. Not really where she started, but where she got to by the end. I think she's doing a great job. I like it. Uh, she's enjoyable. She chews up the scenery. Uh, she plays well up against. Uh, Kirk Acevedes, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Acevedes. Uh, I like a lot about it, and yet they haven't they haven't quite failed this Laurel yet. <laughs> but I still don't kind of care, you know. This Laurel. Um, <laughs> yeah. I the my one of my complaints about this episode is, and is is a little. <laughs> bit of a complaint about a lot of it to date i guess a lot of this season to date is it's it's all kind of dour and just like it's really it's kind of joyless <laughs> yeah i can see that you yeah. know there's a lot of there's a lot of brutal murder and yeah it's violence. interesting it's all you know some of it's interesting 
Um, but oh it's, wait, yeah. sorry. Yeah, you meant our. I thought you meant our podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> no okay, I have the guy. opposite opinion of this podcast. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's too joyful. Too yes. Yeah, it too in, many guys. jokes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough, not enough drama. Like I mean, the three of us have been on this podcast for years now, and not, n- none of us have killed the other another one. Of them. <laughs> that seems unlikely. <laughs> yeah, believe me, uh, I'm twelve steps ahead of you, John. Your death is sure. <laughs> that I, also seems unlikely. I'm just nursing it as a long <laughs> grudge. Thirty years from now, I'll drag you up to a reef, rooftop and burn you alive. It's fine. Whatever. Oh, I'm thinking ouch. long term <laughs> because of that paper cut I accidentally yeah. gave you. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, no one else will ever give me a paper cut again after that. <laughs> That's right. Ouch. Um, I loved uh, Kirk's performance. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's really, yeah. I mean, I agree. Soft-spoken, yeah. I think that Just, actor is fantastic, and I think, you know, I wish they'd give him, the, I think our complaint up until this point has been, I wish they gave him more to do. And in this episode, they gave him more to do. I wish they'd given him slightly better to do. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, but he does well with everything yeah. that he is given. I believe he does. Yes. I, I like him a lot, and he can carry an episode. I think, it, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, Slade could carry an episode. Yeah, we've just seen him carry one. I, I think he did a great job. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, you know, almost more of that. Not necessarily him all the time, but but I like the idea of getting uh, Stephen Mel not on number one on the call sheet. Yeah, yeah, I, really I, mean, to help. I, I, I mean, I like him. Bit, you, know? Uh, you know, obviously, I like him a lot. But um, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't think you can go that well too often. But I do think, right? I do think a few times it is always interesting. So uh, I saw a comparison of this one to uh, an episode that aired around the same time in the season last year, which is the episode where uh, Oliver and Felicity get locked in the bunker um, as right. sort of like an off-book episode, yeah. right? That doesn't quite yeah. follow the formula. And I think that one was more successful than this one, but this one was not. I, I don't think this was bad. Uh, I think it just had a, it had a lot of work cut out for it um, to yeah. really give us a Maybe. a good backstory. Um, but the bunker bottle episode had our two f- heroes too, right? Like yes, the two exactly. characters that we had. Slightly yeah. different, slightly different equation. I agree. Yeah, um, and I, I love the idea of doing an off book or off. Uh, formula i don't know how you describe it off formula i mean i don't want to call it a formula because it makes it seem like they just phone these in and i'm sure they don't but the there there's a there's a pattern right and and when they break it i i really enjoy it and it's actually one of the things that's made supernatural (laughs) successful first first of all get a van (laughs) right Second, is there fight, a second? Fight, 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 fight. A van, two motorbikes. That's all we need. <laughs> two, two motorcycles. Yeah, what's the, what's the recipe? Yeah. yeah, that's it. We need a recipe site for uh, you know making up arrow arrow episodes. But I do I, think I they work. Like, I, I would say that I'm not a fan of um, the roles for either Felicity or um, Laurel in this episode, particularly because. Laurel mostly just follows him around and does what he tells her. She spends a to do. lot of time sassing him, though. Like a lot of she like- did, she did. But uh, and, and you know that they're supposedly in a relationship, I guess. Mm. You know, and I think I think if it was she was just like it was just the henchman thing that would be one thing. But the fact that they're like anyway, I was thinking eh, that may not be <laughs> necessarily the best portrayal 
Um, yeah. But the other the other thing is the, she's the, sassy. The other thing was I was for a while. Oh, so okay, weird thing I noticed. Like, what is the deal with her hair? Well, she changed. She's wearing a wig for part of it. But like, why <laughs> they they make an allusion to it at some point because she's not. They won't. They don't want her recognizable as Laurel Lance. <clears throat> Okay. Like that's the I believe they say that early on that she's wearing the wig because she's like Well she shows up at the end with it on and I don't well, even know why, but anyway. Well, at the end no at the end she shows up with her wait when she's she's blonde again at one point at the very end or yeah, something. At the, at the end, yeah. I think she's wearing it mostly when they're going to see the quadrant because the point was that she's supposed to be Laurel Lance, right? Like the back from the dead Laurel Lance and she can't very well be going places that people might okay. recognize her as that. Right. Like that's I guess that that whole uh series of machinations is a little too subtle for, yeah for it's me. a little it's a little i mean i get why well, i get yeah. the point but yeah so, so at one point i i was wondering if she was in his mind <laughs> but it, and it does not it doesn't play it doesn't play out like that at all i realized that oh she had actually talked with the bad guys you know at the point that i was questioning that like i that saved I was, half yeah, of that wrong, vertigo but, does for myself just to have a guy's yeah trip. right exactly <laughs> did you okay this is a small point, Ed, but really stupid. Did you see how heavy that pour was when she gave him like that scotch? Yes, yes. yes. That was yes. Like, I did. I, I like, like wow. I, I like my scotch. That is yeah. too much fucking scotch. That was God, a- damn it. Every, every single time. <laughs> that is too I'm so sorry, Dan. That is too much scotch. Well, I think she knew what they were going to do to him eventually. So <laughs> I think that was like, four, uh, but it's like it, that was four or five fingers of scotch. It, <laughs> it is. Huge. It is too yeah. much. It is like it's. You're not going to enjoy it. It's just too much. It's like, <laughs> like a it's drink just... it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. Um, anyway, so I first of all, I will say I did. I liked the job. I liked the guy, the smarmy kid. He had like one note to hit, and he hit that note very well, yeah. which was annoying smarmy kid named Eric, which I just loved because <laughs> it made me think of Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <sighs> spoiled entitled kid whose daddy yeah, right. is a crime lord. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I Dan, Dan, we don't. Dan, we, we never we never come close to politics on this show. That's true. Sorry, I, I apologize <laughs> profusely. Um, I think the uh, the portrayal of the quadrant was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, really. It, a, it felt yeah. like they spent no money set dressing that room. B, as was pointed out in I think the AV Club reviews, like we were going to hire two extras who are not going to have any lines. Despite being mm-hmm, really right. powerful, important crime bosses who control a quarter yeah. of the country, nope, just we, sit over we there. We can't don't say afford anything. to give you can't afford to give you anything to say. Um, Maybe they're the smarter ones, though. I, I, I would guess. probably <laughs> keep my mouth shut, not you know, not commit to anything. Yeah, so I mean, I I I didn't mind the idea of the quadrant, though they're so powerful, and we've never heard of them in six or seven seasons of this show. That Seems was a little, a little weird, like, but all right. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we can't go to the vodka again. Right, sure. Yeah, I mean, it felt like a little bit of a weird, like, these guys came out of nowhere. Um, I also don't yeah. get why they have special rings, because that always seems to me like a really good way to get caught. It's like, oh, yep, we got to make our special rings for the four members yeah, of the Yeah, you got the, the club ring on. <laughs> um, so the fight, fight, fighting, I thought was pretty cool. It's good, good choreography, I agree. I mean... I, you know, I don't actually like murdering all that many people, but it looks like um, uh, they didn't have names. Uh, John, <laughs> except Wick. for the ones that did. 
Yeah, it, it feels like a John Wick style combat kind of thing. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I think they also did a a, a good job of pointing out how, you know, certainly how brutal Diaz's tactics are, right? Like, he does right. not pull any punches here. Right, I think that's where I'm getting the John Wick thing from. Yeah, And just stuff like, uh, like he's shooting the guy's foot and then just keeps yeah. shooting him in the face. Like, ooh. Well, yeah, she, he punches and he, punch, he gets that one guy down on the ground. Punch, 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 punch. And then he stands up and shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's totally Twice. got that anger under control, though. Don't worry about it. Yeah, really. Yeah, no, he's not going to be a problem anymore. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I like this episode. When in, in our little chat thing, I didn't want to give away how I felt about it uh, until you guys had seen it. But I really, I like the brick from formula, and I think they mostly succeeded. Yeah, th- yeah, I have some quibbles here and there. I mean, a lot yeah, of it just has to do with, I found most of this story, again, unsurprising. And it, not everything has to be like, ha, surprise, twist, got you. But like, you know, you you want to tell a story that doesn't feel like it's a rote story. And so even things that felt like they should have been a, a you know, twist, like the, the scene where they, the quadrant guns down Diaz, right? Like, right. there was nothing surprising about that because we didn't have enough invested and there was no way that we he was going to be dead, right? So... No. Also, his explanation was kind of idiotic. Like, what if you got hit in the head? head? Well... Yeah, that's it. Like, okay, it was. That it seems... was a little funny, though. <laughs> it was a little funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was no. sort of obvious, but <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately, yeah, well, like, I like gee, that. Gee. Okay, well, I think I do like that. Uh, despite to Dan's point, the the fact that it it wasn't a remarkable backstory or or story, the fact that he is just a pretty like he's just a good gangster. Yeah, he's, he's just good at being he's a gangster. Methodical. He's methodical. He's a good gangster. That's it. There's no superpowers. He's not 12 steps ahead. He doesn't know everything. And, you know, yeah, he's just well planned, tries to execute well, screws up, but he's got a heavy in the, in the, uh, you know, in the form of, uh, shouldering his canary in his back pocket for when things go south. And it mostly works out for him. I kind of like it. Yeah. In some ways, I feel like I might have liked him better if, without the bait and switch earlier in the season i think so too spent some more time getting to see him like sort of building up and realizing how methodical and planning this guy was but in some ways we've ended up with a disservice by having it be this whole shadow caden james puppet you know and then having him bait and switch and all that like i don't know i I, something about it still feels a little hollow to me but I, i i I did like this episode, uh, even even with my misgivings. Like I felt overall, I was in favor of it. So I, I just certainly departing from the tried and true formula. It it, it makes an impact. Right. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, John, you mentioned something about the you weren't really happy with Felicity's role in the subplot. Yeah. I mean, it I, just I it comes off from. a little needy, I guess. I don't know. I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, I get where you're coming from. And I feel like yeah. having, I get her point, too, about, like, it is different. And I think, you know, what they were trying to get at was, like, her not being able to be there and watch his back does change the dynamic. But I agree sure. with you that the, it's, 
it's not it doesn't change the dynamic for the better certainly despite yeah, oliver's right, right. attempt to convince us that yeah um yeah no i i kind of like what he says to her that like you are capable and you've i forget what it is he says you're never helpless you're never helpless there you go and like gives her a bit of a pep talk but uh at the same time like she is a little bit it's understandable for her her character to feel uh helpless or, or detached but the way she handles it is sort of different from how you would expect the character to handle it normally. Like we've seen her just go off the rails and uh, basically just sit down on her computer and hack stuff in order to like uh, sort of keep tracks on Ollie or, or the team. Do you know what I mean? Like sure. yeah. if she's that concerned, why isn't she just sitting in the bunker anyway? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, well, she's trying to maintain yeah, her she, marriage yeah. in addition to me. I guess so. Her. Yeah. Maybe that's it. It's like, there's a deal that maybe, maybe the chat with Curtis helps her realize that she is kind of blocked out of it. The the other thing that I, that when John brought this up earlier that I kept wanting to say was um, it's funny that uh, Laurel keeps giving, um, Diaz crap for him just following orders like a puppy. Mm-hmm. But all she's doing is following him around. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. So it's right. like, well, you are the yappy dog around the big dog who's like just barking at him. It's like, why do you like, it's not like you're like empowered to do anything. You just kind of like tag along, which is, yeah. I, I am interested in that. It, last... it, it lets the story move along with us having. I mean, if he was just going along by himself, there would be no exposition, right? He wouldn't have to sure. explain anything to anybody. So we need something. But well, her, her, her critique just was a little bit funny. And I, I do think that end scene is interesting because the look that she has, you know, after, after Diaz has burned this guy to death does seem like a little bit of a, well, what have I gotten myself into look to me? Yeah. At least that, that was my reading of her. Her expression was essentially like, yeah, maybe this guy's a little too nuts for me. <laughs> maybe this guy who kill, kills everybody is not a nice guy. Yeah, it's weird because there's the, we have this tonal, not problem, but like a one of the conceits of the show is that you can't murder people without names, left, right, and center. Yeah, right. This guy, this guy's name was Jesse. Just throwing that. This out guy there. had a name. Yeah, sure. That we, yeah. And. Also, so she's not, she has no problem with randos getting mowed down and shot in the face a bunch, but torture really rubs it the wrong way. I mean, was that torture or was that just like... Well, lighting a guy on fire? Well, I mean, he's dead, so at that point it was just like extremely uh, brutal murder. Sorry, Well, okay, okay. (laughs) Yes, okay. It is a torturous way to die. That said, she totally killed Vin- uh, Vincent. Vic- Vincent? That's his name? Yeah, oh, but God, she felt a little bad him. about it. She killed him in a really brutal way as well. So I'm yeah, not really sure. But- that's that's the other problem with this dynamic and the, the, your point, Guy, about her being being kind of unsurprising either way is they've kind of wanted to have it both ways. Right. Like they want her to be yeah. sympathetic, but they also want her to be like a brutal murderer. And that makes a that's a really hard thing to reconcile with this character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but like, I, mean, I don't have i don't have a lot of sympathy for her they set up a hard problem for themselves in that way because she did murder a dude in cold blood basically and like we're supposed to and i you know which makes dinah's whole vendetta against her understandable um and yet yeah. we are supposed to sympathize too with quentin trying to like 
get something good out of her. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, okay, maybe she's an interesting catalyst, uh, and that's why she hasn't sort of uh, her state being indeterminate is less about her character and more about the service she's doing for the other characters mm. in terms of plot or motivation, I should say. I still feel we get robbed of her, you know, her agency. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Right. But, right. You know, but I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find a rational reason why it's like, <laughs> you know, come on, pick something, anything, or even just pick like I'm playing both sides against each other or right, right. for my own benefit or like yeah, something. I, 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 you know? Yeah. We don't have a very definite idea. Right. Of she seems she is, what, it, she, what she, she wants. She seems undecided. She yeah. doesn't know what she wants. Yeah, which is fine. But we don't see a lot of that playing out. But, but, yeah. or, and yes, yeah. I agree with you. That's totally fine. However, you as the writers need to know what she wants. <laughs> like, there's a yes. difference between the character not knowing what they want and the writers not knowing what they want. Right? Like, because otherwise, yeah. it just comes across. I and, and I say this now as a writer who has tried to write things where it's like I'm going through and I'm writing this story. I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be this thing, or maybe it'll be that thing. If you don't make a decision at a certain point, it ends up being neither, because you don't, you didn't make a decision. And, yeah. and to a certain extent, it kind of feels like they want to keep their options open, and by doing that, they've made this character a weird, slightly muddle of contradictions. Yeah, I agree. So do you want to, uh, with those thoughts in mind, do you want to do the ritual? Let's, let's do it up. Sure, yeah. Uh, Biff, yeah, I'm, Biff. I'm, I'm still going to give it a Biff. I'm still going to give it a Biff yeah, as well. I yeah. think this is still three Biffs. Yeah, for all of the, uh, I, I think this is. Well, first of all, we watch the show for two reasons: a, we enjoy doing this show, and b, b Stephen Amell doing the salmon ladder. Okay, so three, <laughs> three reasons. <laughs> um, it's still kind of fun to watch, as much as we like to like to pick on it. Uh, yes. But this episode, I think, was really actually enjoyable and it was it was interesting to talk about and and yeah well i, I yeah i, I don't regret enjoyable what, like, I, that's okay. the thing that yeah. and that's the, kind of yeah. what i'm getting at about the whole darkness thing was like i wouldn't say it was mm-hmm. enjoyable but i think it was interesting mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right I, it kept I, my I interest like, i was that. like you know i was like oh what, yeah. this is what's going on here um yeah. But, well, you know, uh, some but, of them yeah, that we but watch, like, you know, like, just like the guy, the guy killing a whole bunch of people and being brutalized as a child and then, you know, burning someone alive. You know, I wouldn't say that's enjoyable, but yeah, I would yeah. say maybe, maybe Ollie's maybe Ollie's smiling face was a nice part of that. Like, <laughs> well, his line about just using like a zip line or whatever. To get yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did kind of like great. that. He's like, it was, that was the just, one funny thing. It was super dorky. <laughs> I just I just yeah, I just did it. Line out. <laughs> And he's like, I zip just zip line backwards right out of there. Yeah, I kind of is a thing you can do. I, I kind of <laughs> want it like the scene where he just gives the blow by blow account to Felicity, just really excited. Like, yeah, then I get a guy with a shock arrow and I whirl around. <laughs> and he's just like talking, like and maybe he's got like Williams action figures, and he's like, I was here doing this. And I would, like, like I would love to see that. I would pay good money for that. <laughs> but that's uh, to your point, John. That is some of the joyousness of the show, and in disintegrating our team we've kind of ended up with there's not there isn't that that relationship doesn't exist right now there's there's almost nobody right. who we can have that conversation right. yeah with. i mean like yeah and curtis you know curtis and felicity are our two funny characters and they get together and they spend most of the time talking about um 
the fact that the team is all broken up and gee, we can't talk about the team being broken up and blah, blah, blah. And, um, uh, anyway, (laughs) I was going to say Curtis's shtick is wearing a little thin on me. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Like his jokes just are like very obviously constructed. Yeah. I, I like that actor a lot. Um, yes, but they have, they have reduced him to a bit of a comic relief character in a way that I don't love. Yeah. Uh, and and they just keep sort of laying on the shtick thicker, and that right every time he opens his mouth, thicker, it's people. some it's some thing, right? Or like some uh, like sticking his foot in his mouth, right? Like the felicity yes. to the nth, you know? And it's right, right, yeah. I would like to see them revisit that a little bit and give him a little more uh, depth in other ways because we've seen that from him in the yeah, past. Yeah, they have done it, but it's. He's just got to tone down the banter. Uh, when he joined the team, I was okay with it as a like a sort of a nervous affectation, right? But I mean, I mean, they've been friends for years now, and he, and he gives he give all the crap and stuff. So you know, maybe tone it down a bit. Yeah, I mean, I think I think part of it is the trick is with so much other crap going on, as John has pointed out. Um, I think that they they kind of have to lean because he becomes like the only character to have any levity so they dump it all right. into that character and it's like yeah. it's too much when it comes from a single character constantly like you ideally want to have that spread around a little bit more but they can't right. really do that with the way that the drama has been going yeah you know who is a battle of fun is uh renee <laughs> resting up in hospital <laughs> poor, poor guy with in his mask yeah <laughs> That actor got oh, kicked so hard he's been off the show for two months. Damn. Yeah, he's been. When was the last episode we actually? Even it was a long saw time ago. Him. Four weeks, like before the break. I think it was fourteen. Yeah, fourteen was the one where he gets he gets hurt. So we're up to this was nineteen. So he has not been seen in five weeks. Five episodes. Five episodes and more than that because yeah. we took some weeks off. Yeah, so more months right. than that, but five oh, episodes. Yeah. It was a long time. That's a big chunk. That actor might actually have had his ribs broken in this time. <laughs> That's not impossible. Um, I'm totally going to look him up now to see if there's anything about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. I hope he's okay. If he's not okay, I feel horrible. I haven't seen. No, I, I he's well see... enough to do a voiceover. Yes, that's guess, true. Yeah, that uh, no, true. I haven't. I haven't seen anything about him. Like, I assume it's just again. I assume it is a uh, a budget thing. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if you think about the budget thing, this is a great way to have a very, what I would assume is a reasonably affordable episode. Right. I mean, and maybe that's why Stephen Amell had to show up for that one scene. Like, maybe there's some weird contractual thing. Who knows? Oh, that's probably. Needed to, he needs to eat this week. Right. Yeah. right. But actually, now, now that mouth. I think about it, yeah, now that, now that John mentions it, he is the only funny bit of levity in this whole episode. Yeah, that yeah. is true. Yeah. Well. That's a weird so. position to be in when Oliver is your only bit of levity yeah, in the episode. Yeah. No, I know. Isn't that strange? <laughs> Very odd. <laughs> um, well, we've only got four episodes left. Wow. Wow. Uh, I will amazing. say, interestingly, uh, we, I just happen to be glancing at the list of upcoming episodes, and we have an interesting run coming up where we have three episodes in a row directed by women. Oh, that's, that's cool. Pretty cool. I think yeah. that I, I would not be surprised if that was the first time that we've had that. There have been a decent number of women earlier in the season, just looking back over the 
yeah. uh, the history, but three in a row is uh, is pretty solid. Yeah, good number. I, th- I do think this show has a. Okay, I'm going to say something I don't know about, and I haven't looked into it, but I. It feels to me as if there's uh, at least some sort of decent level of gender diversity behind the scenes. On, I, on I the will show. say, if you look back at the uh, writing credits. Uh, yeah. it's certainly almost every episode this season at least it's almost always two writers credited and one of them is yeah. almost always a woman we have odd weeks where they aren't but almost every week one of them is a woman which That's is good. which is good and some weeks are, there are some that have had multiple like there are two women so do we know what the story editor does uh, i mean i could i can imagine based on the title <laughs> but like <laughs> I don't know what their specific responsibility is. It may differ yeah. from show to show as well. Uh, I, yeah, Wikipedia, I so. yeah. our great source for all things, says they are yeah. also sometimes called a supervising producer, and they are the member of the screenwriting staff who edits stories for screenplays. So okay. that could be translating stories into screenplays, for example, because a story might just be like a synopsis type thing, right? Like this happens, and then this happens, and this happens. Um, okay. But they say yeah. it, it could it could vary heavily depending on show to show. Yeah. I mean, I just, from the name, I took it to be in charge of the overarching bits. Yeah. I mean, here like they you say, guys write your episode and I'll come in and make sure that it all makes sense with it. Right. So they, you know. I mean, Wikipedia says it could many responsibilities, including finding new scripts slash breakdown writers, developing stories with writers, ensuring that scripts are suitable for production. They work closely with the writer on each draft of their story and script, giving the writer feedback on the quality of their work, suggesting improvements that can be made also ensuring practical issues like continuity and correct running time are adhered to so like oh that's cool there's so there's a lot there's a lot going on there so it's like an editor for for the story yeah they they say it may yeah. overlap <laughs> with uh yeah. head writer too which is yeah like, yeah yeah but i mean that makes sense but yes it's below showrunner executive producer sometimes i would assume yeah but head writer changes all the time story and uh Sorry, head writer is pretty consistent, right? And story editor can probably change depending. on... I think on... they both. It depends. There can be a lot of uh, yeah. there can be a lot of turnover. I think head writer is less of a uh, official term, right? Yeah. Like it's not nobody is credited generally as the head writer. There is someone in the writing room who is probably the head writer who might be in the story editor, for example. Um, right, but yeah, yeah, it's a role Some, rather than a position or something. Someone, someone anyway, who is more yeah. knowledgeable among our our reading community can can chime in. <laughs> well, we should uh, send a self addressed stamped envelope to the to the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, and get a get a brief answer about this. Probably just we probably know somebody who works in TV that we, we can ask. actually. I'm sure we just just uh, let's yeah, just really. ask John August. I was gonna say we ask John. He'll know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Isn't he? He got elected, didn't he? Yeah. Did, well, he's a big shot over there the, yeah anyway whatever we're, now we're off in the weeds yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so we've got four episodes left next week's is entitled shifting allegiances <laughs> so you ooh, don't say allegiances Whoa. might shift <laughs> gosh i don't know if you guys I'm as not gonna, opposed to the rest of the year i'm not gonna say uh, anything because we don't generally discuss the previews but i want i just want to know if you guys watch the preview or not if no, no wait but if just once if we ever get to do a whole season of the show, like we're in charge, can we? <laughs> Why would anyone do that? Yeah, really. Can we just have all odd numbers being all odd number episodes just be tide comes in and the odd, the even numbers just be tide goes out and then have like part one and part two. <laughs> so it's just this recurring 
wave of shifting allegiances and <laughs> mindless erosion. The team, the of, team reforms every every other episode. I think just eroding, eroding into a sandy beach. I think you've demonstrated why no one will ever put us in charge of this show. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, if they're the kidnapping, this, yeah, <laughs> the kidnapping. I mean. Let's be clear with our readers. I'm not even sure how much we're in charge of this show that we're on right now. I don't, yeah, that's true. You know the, what? I don't think if any of us have ever checked it, it actually goes out. Does, yeah. Is it actually made public or is this just some kind of vanity project? Uh, I'll have to check with the showrunner. Does it matter? On one? It's, kind of, it's kind of the opposite of vanity. It's kind of a... <laughs> It's, it's kind of like okay. a self-flagellation See, project. Yeah, yeah, really. I'm yeah. going to use another word, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so no, I haven't seen the preview. All right, well, I won't go into it, but I it, it was interesting. Okay, um, but I mean, hey, they they cut those things to be kind of deliberately misleading. It's like a 20 second preview, right? Yeah. Like, so who knows? Okay. Um, I mean, remember the one that we were really not looking yeah. forward to and turned out okay yeah, and it so, ended up being yeah. misleading which was nice that's good i like the head yeah. fakes head fakes are good i don't want to be able to just know everything that's going to yeah, happen in a trailer yeah that's true um but only four weeks left so uh time to start tying up some some loose ends here uh although i did hear that one of our uh regulars will be making an appearance over on the flash before the season is out so that's hmm. an interesting Interesting uh, changes over foot over there too. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Drop that little gonna... for you. Yeah. Okay. It's Quentin, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. He becomes the question by the end of the season. Spoiler. Uh, awesome. Stop. Stop yeah. playing to the audience of guy. Uh, <laughs> any last things before we wrap up here? No, I am uh, like like yeah. I don't know. Like John said, I was. It wasn't fun, but it was. I did not feel ashamed to watch this episode at all. <laughs> I'll put that right on the DVD case. That's right. For the season, yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah. in that case, John Moltz, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Guy English, always a pleasure. Thank you. It has been dour. <laughs> <laughs> it's been emotional don't light people on fire kids yeah, yeah psa definitely. everybody out there don't yeah like anybody do on fire dear readers thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week <laughs>